Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the East Coast Rams uh, podcast. I am your co-host, Ashton, with my awesome co-host, Zach. Oh man, uh, Zach, how are you doing? Well, it's, uh, for as a Rams fan, not very good. Um, yeah, that's about all I can say about it. That's the nicest thing I can say is uh, it's just... It's not going great. Other than that, it's going, I'm doing fine. You know, trying to hang in there, trying to find some enjoyment in other areas of life other than Rams football. Um, yeah, how are you doing? Uh, you know, crying inside a little, having to uh, rewatch the Super Bowl highlights to get my spirits up and think of greener pastures. <laughs> I, keep, I keep going oh, on man. fanatics and looking at that $11,000 ring that you can buy. Um, not in any way, shape or form could I ever afford that, but, uh, it's nice to look at that you can possibly afford, you know, a Super Bowl ring because, you know, we're definitely looking like we're not getting back to that anytime, you know, soon. Well, to be honest, the Rams should be paying us to watch these games. Well, that's for sure. That is for sure. Not good, Zach. Uh, so let's kind of break down this uh, battle of backup QBs where uh, we got dotted up uh, completely. <laughs> oh, dude, I can't even. This think is one of this is one of the one name. games where. Sorry, <laughs> this was one of the one games where the defense just did not help us one bit. Um, this was a game where. The offense wasn't doing anything. The defense wasn't doing anything. We just we just couldn't really get anything going. Um, and we let an Arizona team that has a backup QB just kind of run the game. Um, he didn't play necessarily very well, but he managed the game well enough to keep the ball out of the hands of our offense. Our offense couldn't keep the ball when they did get it. And, you know, they the defense just, just I don't know. I don't know if people if they're starting to give up on themselves or what but just this 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 team is just seems like it's falling falling apart completely yeah it it kind of drives me nuts when you clearly see something not working and like at that point like no one's gonna blame you if you start throwing stuff against the wall to see if it works right yeah of course your wide receivers if your wide receivers aren't getting open, try to throw McCutcheons in there and just see what he can do. Like, if he doesn't get open, that's not any worse than what you're seeing. Uh, if if you see that Wolford is just struggling the whole match to even make decent reads or get out of the pocket, put in Perkins. Like, I don't see the point of just sitting there and just watching your offense struggle with John Wolford. And... You know, the sad part is, Zach, it looks like, depending on how you read into uh, Kelly Stafford's comments on her podcast, that uh, Stafford may hold out longer uh, because of, like, concussion. And I don't have any judgment. I'm player first. If they feel like that's the best thing for his health, go for it. Um. Yeah, and I, I had it later down in our notes, but we can talk about it now. Um, for him, it's weird because n- no one has actually come out and said that he has a concussion. Um, Sean, even even uh, Jordan Rodriguez uh, from the with the with the Athletic, 
even asked him directly today if Stafford has a concussion and he says he he is not aware or he doesn't have that answer. And that's just, that's kind of weird when someone's been in a protocol now for over a week, they've missed a game because of this. And, you know, yes, you know, you know, I listened to Kelly's uh, podcast as well. Um, And I don't remember her actually saying that he had a concussion other than like, he's in a hyperbolic chamber every night, you know, when he gets home from, you know, from the practice field or whatever, from, or whatever he's doing to help with this. But it's just, it's just a, an interesting situation where they're putting this under a concussion protocol, but no one seems to be coming out saying he's actually had a concussion. Yeah, I I don't know what's going on with this whole um, situation. Rams and injuries, I just don't try to think about it. Like, I'm just going to take Stafford's word for it that he has a concussion concussion um i want him to be safe i want him to take time uh, get scans make sure there's no like injury and it can be serious you can get nerve damage you can have serious brain damage too if you get multiple concussions in a short time span so you gotta take it seriously yeah and you know so i listening to the podcast i mean it, it, it sounded like you know stafford's one of those dudes like i mean he's been through a lot he went through hell and back in detroit and like he if he could be on the field he could be on the field but you know when you know in the podcast kelly kind of says that matthew kind of went to her and it's like i just don't feel right and you know when someone's when someone comes to you and you know says i don't feel right when they're you know you think they're the toughest person in the world and would you know battle for this team whatever i mean you got to take that seriously and you know obviously players health comes first and uh, team success, you know, comes second in this in this whole scenario. Um, so and it makes sense too. Thing. He's been what the second, third most sacked QB in the league, like, and he's older. Yeah, now. which it's not, it's not yeah. like five six years ago when he was getting sacked when he was younger, and like your body can just recover quickly. It's, you know, it's going to take a toll on him, and this is not the type of <laughs> offensive situation that an older QB who is more pocket dependent needs to deal with. Yeah. But I guess kind of getting back to the game a little bit, the, the first, the first drive was actually not terrible. Um, you know, it wasn't great cause it, it ended up in a field goal, but it wasn't the worst drive in the world. I think the problem was, is that it was 14 plays, which kind of um, took up, you know, the whole, the whole, you know, the Rams kind of scripted plays um, away all in the first drive. Um, and then after that, it just, there was just nothing moving, um, until, until the third quarter, really. Um, so what, what what was your kind of experience in the first half? I mean, yeah, we got the, we got the first, we got points on the board, which seems like we haven't been doing in the last several weeks. Um, you know, at least we moved the ball a little bit. I think we all had a little bit of hope, but then they just kind of, they just kind of went backwards and they stopped running the ball and they just kept throwing the ball. And when you have a backup quarterback, you know, you should be running it more than you're throwing it. And the Rams still are so pass heavy that they, they couldn't get anything going. Uh, yeah, typically you, you have to remember our first drive is a scripted drive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Zach, after that first scripted drive, 
do you want to know how many combined yards we got after that drive? Give it to me. Uh, we got a combined 11 yards and a fumble. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's not surprising. After I mean, we that were, one drive. I think we were, what, the next three drives, we were three and out, and then it came on the – and then I think that fourth one was the fumble. Yeah. So – it's just it's it's bad. I mean, the offense is bad. It doesn't matter who's in the quarterback position right now. Um, I mean, and it's the backup quarterback. And we've, I mean, you've we've discussed this on this pod and previous that Wolford isn't the solution. Um, we we all kept and you know a lot of Rams fans are kind of out there thinking that Perkins should be in this game and um and you know he was and a little Perkins bit, may not work out right like. Me and you will fully acknowledge, like, Perkins could be worse than Wolford, but you don't know that. And that's the thing. It's like, you see Wolford struggling, and you only get one good drive that's your scripted drive coming into the game, and you're down 17-3. You put Perkins in, and you just see, right? Yeah, like, and what's the worst that could happen? They, they kept putting – so Perkins was in multiple times throughout this game. Um but they just kept doing it. They he only had one throwing pass, um, and it didn't. I mean, it was a. I think it was a lateral pass, and it went backwards. I mean, it, it was like minus three yards. So you know, which is which is fine. But you know, when you're when you put somebody out there, and now he's he's only going to be your runner quarterback. You're just swapping him out for runner quarterback. Like the that other is, team is going to figure that out, and they're going to It gonna drives me it. nuts. It's exactly it's the same thing with our running backs. It's like when Henderson is in, ninety percent of the time he's catching the ball. When Akers is in, he's running right. Like it's, I just I don't see how they don't get that it's completely predictable, unless yeah. if the other guys can completely not do the opposite thing at all, and that's I mean, possible, it, give, right? Like, yeah. I mean, give give the Rams credit. They tried to come back. You know, in the third quarter, we thought that there was, you know, there was some momentum going, especially when, um, you know, they did drive the ball down, um, and you know, uh, Henderson got in for that four yard run, and you know, it was a seven point game. Um, you know, we we thought we were getting some momentum there, and then the defense just they couldn't hold it in, and that's where we kind of saw the biggest. Um, fall was was that was at that point when you know they were able to you know get in for another touchdown and put it a 14 point game yeah and then we had a um, and then we had a crappy you know garbage time touchdown which was the first time that we saw Kyron Williams this entire game and which is just again kind of heartbreaking into that fact that we didn't even try anything new this if the, if any of the games where you didn't have your top you didn't have your top quarterback in, things aren't working. Try something new. Throw something else at the wall and see if it sticks. And you know, to be fair to to be fair to Kyron, he had at least a decent performance in those few snaps that he had. I I don't see the point of like not playing Kyron when we have the worst running back room in the league. Like. <laughs> It just boggles my mind, Zach, that you keep on giving, like, carries to Cam Akers. He's getting, like, less than two yards a carry or, like, less than two and a half. 
and you have this running back come back and you don't use him. Like, you don't even try to give him carries and see if he's hot for this first game back, if he's hungry, yeah. right? Yeah. And, I mean, he seemed to – I mean, and I think, that, you know, when we look at this game, and it would be kind of um, good to look back. You know, I was listening to the 11 personnel pod, and, um, you know, they were talking about the connection that Wolford has with, um, with A-Rob. And because Stafford didn't get to play, didn't get to do all the snaps, you know, Wolford was very, uh, was the quarterback pretty much for Robinson during, you know, spring training and stuff like that. So they have a bigger connection than Stafford and, and A-Rob. Um, I'd be curious to know if Wolford has that kind of same dynamic with Kyron Williams, just because, you know, he felt more comfortable, especially in those, you know, that last, you know, four minute drive of getting the ball to him. And he, he rushed that one for nine yards and then had three receptions for a total of 30 yards. He was the third best receiver of the game. And he only played the last four minutes. Like that's absurd. Absurd. Mm. So I would be curious to know, like I, you know, depending on how the situation goes with Stafford, um, that if he's, if he's in this week, if we see a little bit more Kyron Williams and see if there's a, more of this uh, passing rushing game with him. Yeah, uh, stats-wise, Wolford goes for 200 yards, gets his first NFL touchdown after playing in four games. It's not good. Which which um, was that garbage kind of garbage down touchdown to – I mean, it was great that he got a touchdown. You know, you never want to take that away from a player, but it was in garbage time. Um, there wasn't much time left on the clock, and – uh, but glad to see Wolford back out there and uh, Van Jefferson getting that touchdown. I, hopefully that boosts both of their confidence up a little bit. Uh, so Akers, six yards, 22 – or sorry, six rushes, 22 yards. So I will give him credit. His average wasn't awful this game. It was 3.7. I'll correct my uh, kind of criticism there for this game. He, he still didn't look great in this game, but apparently he did better than I thought he did. Uh, and then Henderson got six rushes for 21 yards, 3.5. It's just both bad, uh, just not good. Uh, and then Kyron Williams, one rush, nine yards, and then three receptions for 30 yards. Uh, and he only played one drive. So he was more productive than both of the other running backs who got triple the snaps and quadruple the drives. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Higby, Higby had an okay, uh, had a, had a, you know, a pretty good game um, as far as his, his reception yards. Um, and Robinson had a good, a few good catches, especially um, when, when they needed it from Wolford. So those were the only uh, positive things. Um you know, Cup obviously um, not getting what he normally gets um, from his from his star quarterback. Um, so, because he didn't have a star quarterback in, so uh, minus one yards is kind of painful for him. Um, plus, obviously, Wolford's you know two bad overthrow passes, one going to Cup, which caused him to be injured and be on the sidelines for several minutes without getting up. Um, which, you know, we'll talk about here in just a few. Yeah, it was pretty clear. Wolford was just all over the place 
with his passing. He had some good ones. He had some really atrocious, like, ooh, like, uh, I don't yeah, know if he, you should be in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I don't know. It's just maybe he's just so not used to being so pressed. Like, I mean, when he's in like the practice, I mean, I'm sure he's not as. I know he's with the first, you know, the first defense team, but at the same time, like, you know, he's he's probably not getting pressured. I mean, obviously he's not getting pressured as if it was a real NFL game week to week. He's more in a comfort level. They're not going to tackle him, things like that. So he's a little bit more comfortable. Well, when you guys guys running after you and he was running a lot that game, um, he just never looked comfortable in the pocket and um, just kind of, I mean, it was just, it was a disappointing game all in all um, as far as the offense goes as, as per usual, you know, going into week 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and just a slight note, uh, defense, it, it's been good all year, but it, it had its second worst, uh, yeah, I would say second worst game of the season. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if not bad. the worst, I mean, it was, I mean, it was pretty bad. I mean, you had a backup quarterback in and you could not throw him off. Like it, it just, it just felt like, you know, they, they let uh, Colt McCoy get too comfortable and that's not usually how if the there's a game play. you should play man a lot in it's against Colt McCoy for sure. And, you know, I, and I, you know, when I really was watching this game, I, I noticed that they were, they were playing a little bit uh, more man. I think, you know, there was a lot of criticism of the last several weeks. Ramsey went on a rant all last week about people just don't know the all or don't know the defense. Raheem Morris is, you know, he's great. And I, I completely agree with everything that Ramsey said. Um, but, I, you know, it, it kind of makes you think that maybe they were listening a little bit. And so they tried to do a little bit more on top of, the, uh, you know, do a little bit more man coverage on a few of those drives uh, for some success, for some not. But um, I think what Raheem Morris has been doing, you know, previous to this game has worked um, and they need to kind of stick to that. And, you know, yes, they need to make adjustments. They need to make sure they get their tackles because that's that's the problem. If they miss their tackle, then what they did is was really for nothing. Um, and that's how they get the explosing plays. Um, they can contain. But if somebody breaks that, you know, that little containment box, you know, then it can become explosive. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's talk about injuries, because surprise, surprise, Zach, we got more injuries. Uh, Cooper Cup, high ankle sprain, he's going to be out for around four weeks. Um, my guess, Zach, and tell me if you disagree, I think if we don't win all four games, he's probably not going to be back for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I think it all depends on how this recovery goes and how the outcome looks. Um, of course, you know, yeah. No setback. If he's, if, if, yeah, if, I feel like, even if you, I don't know, it's one of those things where, like, if he is completely fine in four weeks, I don't see, it makes it really hard to put on your team, like, oh, yeah, he's fine. We're just not going to play him. But we're still going to play you, Jalen Ramsey. We're still going to play you, Matthew Stafford. We're still going to play you, uh, Aaron Donald, we're still going to play, you know, our, our top five people, but we're going to leave Cooper cup out. Like that's a kind of a sting to your team and not, not saying that the Rams would do this or, or anything like that. But you know, if it's, if it's more looking like, you know, this is going to be depleted, maybe they just, you know, 
the rehab is just going to take a little bit longer. You know what I'm saying? Um, that, you know, this four weeks is kind of like the minimum, um, but it could extend it very easily to, you know, more of a recovery type spot. So, um, I could, I could just see them kind of playing that card as, yeah, it's four weeks, you know, if some miracle they are four weeks in and they're great, you know, great for us, but it's not looking like that. So I could see this more looking like six weeks. And if it's more like six weeks, um, then I probably could see him not playing the last two. And at that point, so they probably alert. may pull, they may pull Ramsey and Donald, depending on if that's what they want to do. Yeah. Uh, so Lurt Jackson had blood clots, um, and he's going to be out for the rest of the season. That's sad to see. He was terrific starting at left tackle. Um, Chandler Brewer is also out after suffering MCL, and he's going to be out for around six weeks, so a majority of the rest of the season. So four to six weeks, they said. Yeah, uh, apparently we should begin David Edwards back, which uh, please just, I I want a different left guard. Yep, we can yeah. all hope for David Edwards' quick return. Yeah. Uh, that's and then about obviously all we, we the... Kind of, yeah, we talked about Stafford, so we can kind of move on from that. Hopefully he'll be back, but... You know, it's still very unclear on what that situation looks like. Yeah, we'll we'll see about how that goes. Um, the Saints, the Saints are three and seven, so they're worse than us, kinda. Uh, don't know if it'll be Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston. Zach, how are you feeling about going against the New Orleans Saints? a rematch of the 2018 NFC uh, championship. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really kind of seem like the same kind of game. Uh, completely different quarterbacks, completely different, you know, mostly offense and defenses um, in this game. I mean, at that time, at that game, we didn't even have Cooper Cup. He was on the sidelines. Um, and, you know, we weren't up against uh, – Drew Brees, which was that his final year or did he have one more year? I think he had maybe one more year after that, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm not really sure, um, how this is going to look. I mean, it, it really depends on if we're going to have our quarterback back. Um, and if so, what, what that means for our offense, I know all things run through Cooper cup, um, but someone else is going to have to step up in this game. Um, whether that's, you know, A-Rob, uh, I know Van Jefferson's probably going to have to take in some of more of the Cooper Cup roles. Um, and, you know, uh, Skronik will probably have to step up um, a lot more too. So I could, you know, we may see uh, McCutcheon coming in there and, um, and, and getting some reps in too. So really looking, I really want to see what this game, what this, what this can do. And this is another opportunity for the Rams to just throw something at the wall and see what works. Um, you know, like I said, I think we, I think we really want to see what Kyrooms has to offer. You know, I know you may want to try to hold that back as much as you can so that you don't injure, you know, him again. But at this point you need to see, you need to see something out of him. Um, you know, you don't want to just wait a whole season just to see if he's going to be able to do something next year. 
you need to know what to do now so that you can fix the problem next year. Um, so I'm, I really hope this is a game where we're trying to fix things, even if it may not help this year. Um, we need to, we need to know how we're going to fix this, this offense. Um, like I said, the defense, yes, they have its issues, but I think the offense is really where we need to start feeling like we need to start picking and choosing who's going to stay on this team and who's not for next year. What about you? How are you feeling? Uh, uh, I mean, the Saints, they have an average defense and their offense is below average. So I feel like they're more balanced than us. Uh, it's going to come down to can our defense force turnovers? Like that's that's how we're going to win against better teams, Zach. I think against the Saints, depending on if our offense can do anything and if Stafford's in or not, if Stafford isn't in, uh, I think our defense is going to have to score. Uh, and then if it, if Stafford's in, then I think we should be able to eke out a win. But, you know, I've thought that for two weeks, and it has uh, not worked out. Yeah, I mean, when you look at their, when you look at the stats, I mean, the Rams are only putting up 16.4 points a game. Saints are putting up 22 points a game. Uh, points allowed per game, Rams um, are at that 22.2 points per game. Uh, but the Saints are giving up 24.7 points a game, so – We'll see how that works in our if that works in our favor or not. Um, right now, it looks like the uh, it's kind of leaning more towards the Saints on winning, especially since Cooper Cup uh, most likely because they were favored. I think right after the game ended on Sunday, but um, probably because of the Cooper Cup news and the uncertainty with Matthew Stafford, um, that that has now gone back into the Saints' favor. So they are now Saints are now minus four. So who knows what's going to happen with this game? Um, you know, I, I think at this point, you know, predictions are kind of um, out of the way. Um, I would love for the Rams to win this one, um, but there's just still so much uncertainty on, um, on what to do. Yeah, man, it's, uh don't know um quick uh chat do you think ad retires after the season you know, i felt like he, <clears throat> i felt like the deal was is that the, he like he got it like a i think he has like three years left on his contract and he was going to play for the least the next two um i think that was what the goal was uh but we'll see um you know, I, I probably should go back and watch the game closely. I think I saw some things going across the Twitter about, um, you know, it didn't seem like he was playing as much fire towards the end of the game. Um, and, you know, maybe that's true. Maybe that's not true. I guess we'll kind of see. I'm, I'm sure he'll have some. Usually he has at least one press conference a week. So we'll kind of see what he says uh, go, moving forward. Um, but, you know, I just want this. This team is is a, is a good, solid team as a whole. They're dealing with a lot of injuries, um, and I, that's just—it's just depleting this team that has all the potential in the world, um, you know. And kind of, kind of how we kind of describe this this podcast, and you know, the, the title up that I kind of came up with was for a fall from the top. And um, it's not by the lack of trying. I just think that they just got put into a 
bad circumstance um, of just all these injuries and everything is just they can't get a running game going, whether that's the running back's fault or the O-line's fault or a mix of both or a mix of the play calling. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of problems that I think can be going on right now. And we got to get it fixed. The play calling isn't great. Um, I don't know how you've been feeling about that, but it's just, I mean, we, we've kind of mentioned it. We're just, we just keep throwing the ball. We're not even trying to run the ball anymore. Like do something different, do something, do a reverse jet sweep, do something creative. Yeah, man, it's, but I don't, I, I personally answering your question. I don't think Aaron Donald's going to retire this year. Um, I think we still get him for one more year and see if we can really try to truly, you know, I guess we wouldn't really run it back this year, but or run it back, but hopefully, you know, make another run for the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's going to be interesting in the off season. Uh, if I don't think he will, but it'll be interesting how aggressive this team is. Like, there's two different directions you can take next year. You can either completely sell out. For your last year with probably McVeigh with AD, uh, uh, with those two and some of your core pieces, uh, and Stafford, you're probably not going to get much more out of it, those three guys. Uh, do you completely sell out and sell more for a second ring, or do you start the uh, just? You don't do anything. You have a lackluster season next year, and you start to load up uh, to start rebuilding. Like that's there's the front office going to have to think about that. Uh, it's not easy because uh, in order to reload it during the off season, you're going to have to use capital to do that. Um, I mean, that's I think- probably going to include trades. I mean, a lot of people are kind of complaining about this season. They're like, how can we go from, you know, what we did last year to this year? And again, would you trade it? If if you knew what this outcome was going to be, would you trade it for the ring? Like if you were like, oh, well, we want them to go to the playoffs every year, um, blah, 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 but they never make it to the Super Bowl or they never win the Super Bowl. Is that worth it or – what they did last year is that worth it? Like, I know we want to try to go back every year, but there's 32 teams that people are going to figure things out. Things are going to change. And, you know, we have to realize that, that you have a one in 32 chance of winning the Super Bowl every year. And that you're not guaranteed that, even if you have the star players. I mean, the Rams have star players. You know, Tampa Bay has star players. Um, you know, you look a lot across the league. There are star players across this whole entire league, and yet they are doing as bad as us, maybe slightly better, um, but they're not at the top. Um, you know, we everyone thought the Bills were, you know, this this amazing team, and you know they just lost to the Commanders um, on Monday Night Football. So it's it's just one of those things where you never know. This is a football game of uncertainty. You know, you could, it could be because of the refs. It could be because of injuries. It could be because of a hundred million different things. And, you know, you take the wins when you get it, you take it when it's not. And it's, it's hard to ridicule and be hateful and things like that. When this team is doing everything they can to try to win, it's just, it's something is not working and they need to try to get it fixed. I'll stop ranting. 
uh, no, I I think we all need a good little rant, little some vent venting. Uh, this team has been frustrating this year. It's been really, really bad. Um, I thought the offense coming into this year was going to potentially be a little bit better and the defense was going to be a little bit worse, and it's been the exact opposite. Uh, I would say defense is exactly what it was during the playoffs uh, outside of being a little bit worse with turnovers. But, yeah, guys, it's a, it's a rough season. Uh, it's very, very, very unlikely we make the playoffs. We would have to make a four- or five-game run. Uh, starting now, we probably could lose one, maybe two more games max rest of the season. Uh, it's going to be very hard if we lose two or more. Uh, but we'll see. So, just just remember. I mean, I don't know. I mean, every every Rams fan has their own story of when they started following the Rams. Um, you know, I kind of. I, I was not a fan of the Rams when they won the Super Bowl in St. Louis, but that's when I started becoming a fan of them was after that, was right after that fact. Um, that's when they got me is kind of when they won the Super Bowl. So I'm hoping people, you know, take that and, and understand that, A, you, can't, you don't win the Super Bowl every year. I mean, other than if you're Tom Brady, you can win a lot, but um, that's a rarity that doesn't really happen. Um, you know, the 49ers had a dynasty back in, you know, the eighties and before that. And so it's been 30 years since they've seen a Super Bowl ring. So, um, you know, there's going to be bad years. I went through a lot of bad years, you know, um, you know, being with Jeff Fisher and, um, you know, that kind of implosion of, of things. So things will get better. We're going to push it through. Um, you know, let's, let's take what we have right now. We still have Aaron Donald. We still have you know, the best defensive player um, in the league. We've gotten to see Cooper Cup, the Triple Crown winner. We got to see them win a Super Bowl last year. You know, we we have a top talented quarterback in Matthew Stafford. We have Jalen Ramsey. I mean, I don't this team is just it's fun to know that we have these players on that team alone. Um, so think about that, um, not just always what the performance is on the field. Um, and just try to enjoy it and try to enjoy every moment that you have. Um, while we have these players, you know, we we won't always have Aaron Donald. We won't always have Cooper Cup. We won't always have Jalen Ramsey. So enjoy the players while we have them now. Hopefully, you know, key players will will see new stars um, emerge eventually. Um, but for now, enjoy what we have, um, and let's just you know try to stay positive as best we can. Got any final marks before we? close up this pod is kind of a shorter episode this week, even though I feel like I went on 10 minute monologues. No, no, man. Um, there's not much to say. Ram's not giving us a lot of, um, <laughs> a lot of things to speak about. For sure. For sure. And like I said, you know, we're, we're, we're handling through it. It was a fun season last year and it feels super, it seems super lackluster just because of, um, how things are going. But, um, yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see how things go, um, but I'm gonna stay positive. I'm gonna still cheer on the Rams. I'm still gonna wear my Rams jersey every Sunday. Uh, kind of have to, to change things up. I did forget to say I will blame this season on myself uh, for the the epic loss because every time I buy the jersey of the quarterback, our team usually stinks. 
Um, so I will take full. You can you can mm-hmm. blame me for this rough season because I had to buy a Stafford Super Bowl jersey. Um, so you guys can blame me for it. It happened when right after uh, the Rams went to the Super Bowl, I bought a Color Rush Golf jersey, and then we saw how that turned out the following year. Um, and then uh, I, you know, my first uh, my one of my first jerseys was a Bradford jersey, and all of a sudden that was a bad idea too. So. I've uh, not had bet, best luck, so for now on, I will never buy a QB jersey ever again to try to sustain us from yeah. this pain. And guys, don't don't worry because in four weeks we're coming up to the one year anniversary of the pod, so we'll probably do something uh, a nice anniversary episode. Uh, hopefully, the team is doing better by then, but you know we'll see. Uh, but it was pretty, pretty cool, and we'll talk more about that when that happens. But just December seventeenth last year, so we're coming up on it, Zach. Super exciting! <clears throat> I think that was do. I think was it was it the Seahawks? Was that our first one? Cardinals after the Seahawks. That's oh, was that after the Cardinals the, game? Yeah, that's when uh, we had a lot of the team out because of COVID. Yes. Okay. And we still won. Man, reminisce. I'm gonna have to go back through some of our first scripts to kind of see what we what we all talked about at that point. But uh, it was a fun fun run for that for our opening season of the East Coast Rams podcast. Um, mm. So I think that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the East Coast Rams podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe the pod. A reminder that we are also on YouTube now, so please subscribe to our channel YouTube.com/slash at East Coast Rams the new handle system of YouTube. You can always send questions and feedback to feedback at eastcoastrams.com or hit us up on Twitter. Our t- ECR Twitter account is at eastcoastrams. Ashton, where can people find and connect with you? Uh, you can find me at ramfanashton1 on Twitter. And you can find me at Zach Mayer. Um, big shout out to everyone who who subscribes and listens to who subscribes and listens to the pod um and especially interacts with us on twitter it's really fun i say this every week it's super fun getting to know different rams fans um and getting kind of get to interact with them so uh yeah definitely please reach out to us um connect with us we would we really like to hang out with other fans not just if you're from the east coast side midwest um you know central plains area uh great lakes region you know the south uh, and then, you know, obviously our West Coast uh, pals um, in L.A. So um, really connect with us wherever you're at. We want this to be a, you know, a united front, a global podcast where we, you know, really reach out to everyone uh, from the Ram, the Ramley. Um, so let's hope the Rams finally get it done this Sunday um, up, up against the Saints at the Saints. Uh, so with that, we'll close out the podcast. Horns up, everybody.